Hi there, you're listening to Get the Funk Out. I'm your host, Janine. And uh, happy Monday, everybody. Hope nobody's in a funk this Monday morning. I have two very special guests. Very excited to have Ed Victor calling in. He's known as the Big Gun. And I actually met him at a party in L.A. one time. Uh, Met him and his lovely wife. And um, I want to tell you a little bit about him before he comes on. He has a very successful career in voiceover. He started in advertising that spanned for over 25 years. It's an interesting story because it's never too late to switch gears and do something that you're really, really passionate about. So I'm very excited to have him joining me in just a little bit. And uh, also uh, coming on the line at 9.30 is Maxwell from Living Maxwell. We're gonna talk about organic foods and the whole industry and what's going on. But it is my pleasure to welcome to this week's show, Ed Victor. Good morning, Janine, how are you? Good, how are you? Doing good, doing good. I was telling the listeners how we met at a party for uh, Don LaFontaine ages oh, ago, right. and uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, that was a that was a great uh, that was a great time. Yeah, that that's uh, actually the last time I th- I think that uh, we saw each other in person. Right, right. I'm in the voiceover industry, as you know, and it's so crazy the ups and downs. And um, tell me how you got into this because I know you have an advertising background. I do have an advertising background. I um. I got into it. I mean, if you want to go way back, uh, <laughs> I, I did the morning announcements in high school. Oh, okay. And uh, my brother did it before me, and he was, he was pretty popular. And um, I thought, well, and after he graduated, he was two years in front of me. After he graduated, there was a slot open, and I, I jumped on it. Okay. And um, <laughs> that's, that's really how I got into it. And then uh, I got interested in, um, from there, I actually... Uh, uh, went into broadcasting school a million years ago, and I got my first radio gig at 18, right out of high school. Okay. And I was the 6 to midnight jock at a small radio station down in Kenton, Ohio. And um, wow. it was, uh, you know, it was one of the, that was back in the day when you had to have, you had to be able to turn the ra- radio station off at night. Oh. So you had to be FCC licensed and all that stuff. And yes. so that was truly my first gig. So after that, I went back to college, and I got my degree in broadcast journalism. And uh, I was setting out to be an anchorman. Oh, really? Yeah, it's true. And I actually <laughs> ended up uh, getting hired by a station. This is when I was living in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, I got hired by a station... Um, in Detroit, and I was actually, I became a news producer. I could see you doing that. Yeah, yeah, thanks. I, I did that, but, you know, I ended up behind the camera, and I really was hoping to get in front of the camera and stuff. So um, mm. uh, that's uh, kind of how I got my start. But the good news is that led me to getting into the ad business, mm-hmm. and I was, I was a junior copywriter at a small little ad agency outside of Detroit, and... Um, the guy that had hired me said, well, since you were a disc jockey and you can write, why don't you start doing our commercials? And I won't pay you. I won't pay you? <laughs> I won't pay you but $10 a spot or Ooh, what, wow. whatever it was way back when. And that's truly how I got into it. And from there I went on to several other ad agencies, uh, some major ones, um, through through the years. And I would always do... Uh, either I do the commercials or I do the test commercials. I did all the test commercials for Ford, Ford Motor Company, when I worked at J. Walter Thompson. Okay. And um, what's a, I by was the, way, the guy. What's a, what's a that, test commercial? I'm sorry? What's a test commercial? 
Well, it's it's called an animatic. So before anything goes to air, we do it. We do what's called an animatic, where you actually it's the actual commercial done with stills, um, or you know, the scenes drawn out, and then you you know, I, I would see. voice those scenes. And yes. at that time, I was one of the creative directors at J. Walter Thompson, right. and so. I would write the commercial, I'd do the voice for the test commercial, and then I'd go and I'd hire the talent to do the commercial. And they were making all the money. Ah. <laughs> They'd show up at the studio, and there was uh, my turning point, I believe, came when I, I uh, was directing uh, voice talent. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, no, you're, you're reading it wrong. Yes. I want you to read it like this. And I did the voice for the commercial, and yes. he looked at me and says, why don't you just do it yourself? And I said... Yeah. You know what? That's a great idea. So I actually fired him. Perfect. Um, and uh, I, I, I had J. Walter Thompson put, I became, I was, uh, became a, a union voiceover back then. I, I went into mm-hmm. the union and I quit my job. Perfect. Yeah. But yeah. So the, <laughs> the, rest, the rest is history, so to so speak. Funny. So Let's talk about video games. Uh, sure. You like doing character voices and things like that? I'm not a huge character voice guy. Mm-hmm. I have done several video games, and I couldn't tell you what they were. But I get, you know, I get the evil. I always get the evil, you know, warlord, you know, right. guy. Yes. Um, let's hear. It. Let's hear I, one. It, let's hear one. Uh, let's see. <laughs> um, okay. Let me think. I'm going to destroy your planet with or without you. Perfect. So that's pretty much the kind of stuff I get, you know, and, 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 you know, a lot of the video games are done out there in Los Angeles, and, yes. and there's so many people that do character voices out there. I know. And I don't think that that's my forte. I've done them. I do them. I'm not going to turn down work, but again, it's, it's not my forte. I, I guess my forte is more or less a, a straight announcer type uh, and of, promos. of guy. And you're good at promos. Oh, promos is kind of my, yeah, promos yeah. Is, is a little bit of my bread and butter yeah. uh, stuff. Promos and, and also the TV affiliate stuff, which mm-hmm. is, you know, Tonight at Nine on CBS. Yeah. That kind of stuff for different markets around the country. Uh, and, you know, it's in commercial work, of course. Uh, I do a lot of commercial work, and I do a ton of e-learning stuff. Oh, you do? Um, That's a good market. It's a great market, and a lot of that e-learning stuff comes and it, there's it comes out of foreign markets. Uh, meaning, I have uh, I, I'm I'm uh, a client uh, of oh I guess they're called translation services. So mm-hmm. I do a lot of work out of of uh, Norway or the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. I do a, a ton of work out of Sweden. I do work out of Australia, a- anywhere and everywhere. Because you know today with the home studios and whatnot. Right, right. How do you find yourself marketing to those specific areas? Um, boy, that's a good question. I, you know, I maintain a gigantic database of names. I have over ten thousand names Whoa. in my database, and I call them. It's a full time job too, just oh, yeah. keeping up. And a lot of people, you know, when you're you're doing email blasts and stuff, a lot of people are cool about it, but <laughs> a lot of people are not cool about it. And mm-hmm. you know, you get reported for spam or or whatnot. And, yes, and they make it real easy these days where you can just opt out and, you know, no harm, no foul. Exactly. I, you know, I just try to explain to people, I'm trying to get, you know, I'm trying to make a living just like, like you are. Of course, so, of course. You know, that's how I market to a lot of the people. It just, I just happened to get in with a company overseas in the Netherlands. I've been doing voice work for them for the last 10 years. Good for you. 
Yeah, no, it's been a really, really good gig, and I, I probably work every single day for them. And I did this morning for Carlsberg Beer. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I did their their annual meeting stuff. So it's all mm-hmm. it's all kinds of different things, and and uh, you know. It's it's all in English too. A lot of well, do you speak? You know this line. No, it's all it's oh, all in English. Oh, so. good, good. Yeah, it's very interesting. When I started in Boston studying voiceover, I actually was very shy, and I remember taking a class with this woman, and she had us reading commercial copy, and she noticed a lot of people were very nervous. She said, "Okay," and she whispered in my ear, and she <laughs> whispered in my ear, "Okay, I want you to swear every other word in the copy." And in the front of the room, in front of everybody. And it was hysterical. And then she said, now I want you to skip around the room while you're doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and you know what? By the end of that, I was laughing, and I, was, I completely got out of you know, my nervous self. Sure. And it was like the start of, what am I nervous about? This is fun. Exactly. I, I, you know, it, it, that's exactly right. And a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, voiceover training folks will teach that sort of technique. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, they call it a, uh, what do they call it? Uh, there's different names for it, but it takes you out of the moment and it. It, and makes you think of something else, and then you come back and read, and you're more relaxed. Oh, so, I loved it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people, you know, uh, if, if you're stumbling around and whatnot, a lot of people will say, uh, you know, take this, oh, here it is. It's called a character detour. Oh, okay. Right. I mean, there's a name for it. Yes, a character. <laughs> I call it potty mouth copy, but yeah, or, 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 or potty mouth detour. E- mouth. Either way, but it's supposed to take you out of the moment of any nerves you may have, or or you know, if you're overthinking something. Yes. Right. We all do. You know, we're thinking, I'm going to look stupid. Oh no. You know. It, oh, absolutely. It's crazy. Yeah, and, and that's one good thing about not doing on camera work and doing voice work instead. You know, you can look any way you. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> right. Drag yourself oh. out of bed. You're in your slippers. You have stains all over your shirt. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I have a whisper room booth, and I've turned the air conditioning off on it, so there's no hum. So, yeah. you know, uh, it gets it does get a little, you know, especially the long form reads. You know, uh, you'll you'll be in there for two hours, and I'll come out drenched. Nice. So, <laughs> you know, you try to in the summer. I'll go in there, and I'm just I'm wearing my bathing suit. <laughs> 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 and then after I'm done, I'll just go jump in the pool just Perfect. to cool down. So, Perfect. Yeah. Hey, oh, I love it. Whatever works, right? Exactly. Exactly. Do you have advice for people that go through funks in this industry? Because it's so many ups and downs. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, I, I've been at this for, I guess, if you include the, the when I was a disc jockey, I've been at it for, this would be my 32nd year of doing this. Um, and I just experienced the funk. Um, y- you know, one day you're up, you're killing it, you're having a, a great year, and yes. and you're working every day. And then all of a sudden, nobody knows who you are. And in our business, it's so subjective. Uh, I I had two network jobs, foreign network jobs that were paying really well. Mm-hmm. And one day they just said, you know what, we're changing direction. Um, you're out. Uh, and you're out, and there's no... No conversation. Yeah. No, there's no conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we're going in a new, a new direction, so we want to change the, the tonality of the station, or, we, you know, we want a female voiceover, or we want a younger sound. I just went through that, uh, and I just lost a TV station a couple weeks ago, where it, the TV station was bought out by uh, a larger, con- like Sinclair Broadcasting, okay. and I'm out. And they said, we're... <laughs> 
we're going to use the guy that does some of the, our other stations, and you're done. So, you uh. know, it happens all the time, and that's part of being an actor. Um, I don't know that you ever get used to losing business. I know. But, you know, it's devastating. But what you do, what it does do to you is it stimulates you to try to get something else. That's so, true. You know, you're never, you can never really rest on your laurels. And I know a lot, of the, a lot of the guys in the business who have been doing it for as long as me or even longer than me, they don't like to give up any information because everybody's afraid that they're going to lose work to, to you. Yes, Yes. Um, and it, it happens all the time. So, you know, that, that's one thing. But, I mean, as far as is losing work or the ups and downs, generally the downs of the business is not landing auditions, is not getting right. booked. You know, there's a lot of dry spells. And, you, you, you know, being an actor in this business, you're, you start uh, thinking it's you. Of course you do. Of course right. you do. Yes, yes. I stink. If, if you, I don't yeah, sound if you don't great. get enough yeah. wins, you're yeah. you're you're thinking, "Gosh, I'm doing the wrong thing. What is wrong with me?" But it's just again, if you do it long enough, you can't keep coming down on yourself saying it's me, right. because it's the flavor of the day club. You know, there's right. so many voice people out there. I everybody's I always, doing it. I say that this is a very subjective industry. It's like I make a cake and you eat it and say it needs more chocolate and somebody says no, it's too sweet. And you know, it's you don't know. You put something out there for your audition and somebody's going to love it and somebody's not going right. to like it and it's you just don't know. You never know and 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 just advice and what I've gone through over the years to tell you is like you just put out what you think is your best you. Yes. And I know that sounds kind of like hokey, but it's true. You can't try to be somebody else. Right. And we've all got a style when we read. And, you know, you can, you can audition. Uh, you know, I used to audition for, for things, and I'd, I'd, I'd go back and I'd re-audition, and I'd listen back, and I'd go, nah, and I'd go back. And then, <laughs> I, you know, I'd do 10 more auditions, and I'd always end up going back with the first audition. Interesting. Because you can overthink this stuff. And now oh, yeah. I just... Look, I'll give two auditions, period. Mm -hmm. I'll do what the specs say right. from the agent, and then I'll do my own take on it. And generally, oftentimes, nine out of ten, it's the same, the same take. So. so interesting. And let's talk about those specs, because I've gotten copy, and it says, real non-announcer. You know, yeah. this, that, and the other thing, and you're going, what? <laughs> right. Well, it's funny, because some of the specs are so detailed that that just tells me they don't know what they want. That's true. And I get the specs all the time, and then they're always alluding to Morgan Freeman or John Krasinski or yes. or Mike Rowe. Those are the three names that they keep tossing out there. And what that to me means is they're not trying. They don't want you to mimic, you know, uh, a person. The, yes, the person. They don't want a, what it's called a voice match. They want you to that that style to me is conversational, like you and I are talking right now. Yes. Um, and that, that's what it comes down to. And oftentimes, if there's too too much direction, they don't know what they want. <laughs> I, I was up for a McDonald's commercial, and I did the copy, and I heard back from the agent, and they liked me. And Great. I never heard back, but I heard the spot on the air, and it was uh, it was uh, an Australian voice ah. <laughs> <laughs> from a real Australian uh, talent. And I'm yeah. like, you know, that wasn't in the specs. They didn't know what they wanted until they heard it. And that, That's again, right. that happens every hour of every, every it single does. day. It so. does. And even, do you find yourself, because I do this, I watch TV and I listen to these voices and I think, oh, that's a good fit, or really? That's, that's what they wanted? I mean, I, I'm right. finding I'm listening and listening more and more. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just it's it's part of the it's part of what we do. It's part of our business, and you're always listening for what the new. You know, there's always a trend, like in everything, like for voiceovers, especially well, both female and male voiceovers. I'm I'm generally looking, listening to the male male voiceovers and the promo guys and the commercial guys. And, yes. You know, it, it'll go the entire spectrum. Where the Jeep was running a commercial with a guy that sounded like he was like the copywriter. It was just he he just had the most horrible voice. Oh. <laughs> And they kept running, and I'm like, how is this guy getting work? Oh, I know. He probably wrote it Bingo. and hired himself. <laughs> I don't know. I was just assuming that. But, you know, that kind of stuff happens all the time. Or, or how is that guy, how is that possible that that guy's doing voice work? But, That's right. That's right. You know. Well, you know, it's like I watched the commercials of um, some president of some mattress company. Um, you know, basically the host and the sales guy on his TV right. commercial, and he's horrible. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But they think they're great, and they that's fine. And, and oftentimes, you know, uh, sometimes it just really doesn't matter. Um, I, I can recall when I was in the ad business when the client was adamant that we would hire celebrities oh. to do the voice work. And after we did the research, nobody knew that it was, you know, so-and-so. It, it didn't right. really lend to selling more product. That's right. That's right. And that was according to the research. Like, you'll hear Robert Downey Jr. doing Nissan, or or you'll hear, oh gosh, John Krasinski doing insurance, mm-hmm. or, you know, any number of, of, of these guys doing stuff, and oftentimes uh, it's of no consequence. Right, people They've don't spent, even know who they are. They don't know who they are. They right. think they know who they are. Maybe yeah. that's what they're going for. It's like, they think there's a, a connection there with the voiceover, but yes. I, I don't know. Yes. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I find is really, really important in this business, because we have to have thick skin, is um, taking care of yourself. I mean, just having balance, yeah. you know, uh, just t- just kind of walking away sometimes and just taking a breather. Absolutely. you got to just, you know, you got to just break away and, you know... Uh, yeah, unfortunately, on some of the things that I'm on contract for, I, I can't. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm on call uh, every day but Saturday and Sunday. Whoa. Not, not to say that Sundays I don't get something from, uh, I, I'm the voice of a, of, a, of a sports network in Singapore. Are you really? Yeah, and I've <laughs> had that gig for about four years. So the you. copy will come in on Sunday evening at 9 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. I'm also uh, the vo- one of the voices for CNBC in Asia. So That's awesome. They'll... Yeah, which is a great gig too, and th- you know they want this stuff turned around immediately. So I'm I'm constantly checking my my uh, emails, uh, my messages, and the mm-hmm. thing about this business is, you know, at, at a certain level, especially when you're doing television network affiliate work, where with, there's news involved, you know, news happens 24 hours a day. So if there's a breaking story, I might get a call to do it uh, to yeah. do it yeah. immediately, and you know, I'm doing the promo for it. Yes. Yes. And so you can't always walk away. And when I took my first vacation uh, in about 18 years. <gasps> That's a long time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I went to Malta Ooh. with my family. And I had to take all my gear. And my wife said, please do not take your, will you please take a break? Yeah. I worked every single day in Malta. <laughs> I'm also, <laughs> this is funny. I'm also the voice of one of the radio stations in Malta, believe it or not. It was just a coincidence. 
How did that come about? Because of your vacation, or is that was that? No, I, oh. I. This was years prior. I uh, they had hired me to do some promo work for a, a station in Malta called Vibe FM. Mm-hmm. And when I ended up going to Malta, and I let them know I was there, they, oh my God, I was like uh, you know the Beatles, rock star. Yeah, <laughs> I was like a rock star. <laughs> they they took me to the station. They introduced me. They took me out to dinner and lunch, and you know. You know, chauffeured me around everywhere, and it was like uh, it was it was kind of cool. Beautiful, so. beautiful. <laughs> yeah. how, how did you come up with the big gun? I love that. The big gun came out of of uh, I, I, there was a time I had a manager, mm-hmm. and this management company was real keen on people having, uh, um, you know, like a theme line or a tagline or a handle or something that you could market. And uh, we, you know, I was in the Detroit advertising business. I was pretty well known, I guess. And and I had done the ad business for so many years, for 20 some odd years, that it just kind of came out of, uh, uh, you know, I had experience on both sides of the microphone. And, you know, it it just through just kind of, it, it kind of happened between myself and the management folks and we just kind of kept it and i kind of took to the next level after we came up with the big gun uh and the big gun idea was um i I came up with an idea of kind of ripping off the dirty harry thing (laughs) (laughs) so i actually came out to hollywood i hired a i hired a, a movie trailer poster company you did really? Yeah, I, and I did, and I paid all the money, and I did a photo shoot, and my idea was to replace. If you look at the Dirty Harry poster from night, I think it's from 1972 of Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood standing there holding that gun. Okay. These guys went out and got the prop gun, and if you actually look at my logo, it's it's I'm holding a gun, but the the actual barrel of the gun is a Sennheiser 416 microphone. Oh yes, that's right. That was kind of the idea. Now you know. I, I got a lot of flack for that at first, but then I did get it. I got a message from Don LaFontaine because I always thought he was, you know, he was always the master oh, of yes. that voice, that deep voice and stuff. And he wrote me and he said, look, I wish I would have thought of that. Nice job. Mm-hmm. You know, kudos to you. And I was like, oh, well, hey, if Don LaFontaine says it's okay by him, I'm keeping it. You so I, I've kept it ever since. No, it's great. Huh. It's your signature. It's It's great. And I've tried to get, and I'll be honest, with you, I've tried to get away from it, and I was going to do something else. And and I've been in the ad business long enough to know that just because I'm sick of it doesn't mean that it's instant, it's it's pretty recognizable. Um, so you know that that's kind of how that came about, and uh, then I started you know the web promoting series. just Big Gun, right? And then you have the webisode series. Yeah, I started doing web shows. Um, another way, you know, to try to get your, you know, in our business. You can have your agents, but you have to market yourself because your agents are only going to account for a percentage of your income and your work. Yes. So I figured, well, you know what? I'm going to start doing these web shows. So I started doing web shows and giving free advice. And uh, after my first two or three, I'd post them on YouTube. I started getting people following them. And I'd I'd get a few complaints like the quality of your camera is not good enough. Oh, come on. (laughs) And I'm like, really? I said, I'm doing this for free. Yes. Uh, You know, I'm just, you know, so... I kind of took it to heart. I went out and bought a really beautiful HD camera. I bought a light kit. I bought a, you know, a, a, a lavalier <laughs> microphone, and I really took it to the next level. And All I, right. I think I've got about 23 shows out there. 
That's great. And I've watched them. They're great. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, the the president of Oralex is a huge fan. And if you know it, or if, you I know, do. Oralex is the soundproofing stuff. I have it in my closet. <laughs> yeah, see, I have every, I've got it everywhere. They're like the largest soundproofing, foam soundproofing company in the world. So he started watching my shows, and he said, look, if I send you some product, would you mind talking about it on your show? Perfect. And I said, why, why sure I will. So about five days later, two crates came with <gasps> all Relax. the Oralex products I could possibly want and use. Oh, I love it. And I did a show, and I put it out there, and then they came back to me, and they said, you know what? We want you to be one of our artists. And they met me out in Los Angeles, and I signed an artist agreement with them. Good for you. And they put me on a box. I actually endorse one of their products, and I'm working on a new product with them even as we speak. Another soundproofing product? Yeah, it's a soundproofing product for traveling voice people because I used to travel an awful lot, and, you know, you're working out of hotel rooms and whatnot. Yes. And it is actually, they sent me the prototypes. It should be out, I don't know, probably in six months or so, but it's a, it's a portable sound booth. It's not a booth. It's a portable uh, backdrop All right. Uh, for voice people. Um, I know, it, because, it, uh, excuse me, because I remember, you know, having to wrap like a, a blanket around me. <laughs> exactly. That's what you got to do. You got to do whatever, whatever you have to do. It's either that or sitting out in your car, which I've also done. I've seen clips of you doing that. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Well, I tell you, uh, you know, a car's interior is soundproof. Oh, yeah, that's right. You think about that. So it's pretty dead in there, you know, to keep out the road noise. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I've done it in in cars and hotel rooms and airport bathrooms. uh, (laughs) Well, you name it. But, you know, you when when they need your voice, and if you're not available to do it, they're going to the next person, so... Mm. So we have to wrap up soon. Um, sure. I have a favor to ask. Yeah, no problem. So it's my birthday. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you. And I'd love you, since you have such a range of talent, let's hear a couple of Happy Birthday, Janine, Get the Funk Out, whatever you want to do. I'd love <laughs> you to share with the listeners. It'd be awesome. Okay. All right. Um, I'll do a. Uh, let me. Uh, 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 I'll do a movie trailer version. Love it. Okay. Whenever you want. All right. All right. Uh, okay. Here, here's take one. Here's here's a movie trailer. All right. It's Janine's birthday. Coming to theaters this summer. Janine turns twenty-one again. Oh, I love you even more. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there you go. There, and then, uh, let's see, we can do a, 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 an affiliate version. All right. Tonight at 9, Janine turns 21. <laughs> and then we can do, uh, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of what else you want, <laughs> what else you, <laughs> do, what do else you want to hear. Some, if someone said do some, I know you don't do character, but I bet you can. No, I do, um, there's one character I do, and um, I have actually... Oh, gosh. I've actually done him because he wasn't available, if that sounds right. And yeah. it is, uh, I, I do Sam Elliott. All right. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, this is Sam Elliott. Janine is going to be 21 today. <laughs> oh, Ed Victor, you're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun. 
Or here, here's the last one I'll do for your video okay. game. All right. All right. I'll do the evil warlord. All right. <laughs> Janine, you have taken over my planet. You must die. <laughs> and my response, but I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> I do those crazy little cartoony voices. <laughs> I'll tell you, whatever works. Right. It sounds good to me. <laughs> so throw out your website if people want more information about you. Yeah, um, my website is just simply edvictorvo.com. Beautiful. So it's www.edvictorvo.com. Great. And it's VO for voiceover. And then they can find links to your web. On yeah, you can find links to my web shows. Um, you can find all kinds of stuff, or you can go to the uh, uh, my YouTube channel, which okay. I've got. Just a, there's a ton of stuff on there, um, and that's just. Uh, I think it's just you know look up you just look up my name on YouTube, and that should come up. Great, great. Okay. Thank you so much for calling in. It's been so much fun. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> Anytime, many times. All right, and uh, let all me right. know when you're out here, or I'll let you know while I'm in your neck of the woods. Okay, right. wonderful, Thanks. and happy birthday, okay? Thank you so much. Okay. All right, take Bye. care. That was Ed Victor joining us. If you've missed any part of today's show, it'll be up on my blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. We're going to take a quick break, and then we are going to be back talking organic foods and uh, getting onto the healthy swing of things for your new year with Max Goldberg, a founder of Living Maxwell. <laughs> 